Welcome to Compassion's Audio Podcast. This podcast shows the compassionate and the loving heart of God through Jesus Christ. You don't have to run away from God, but you can come close to Him. Jesus tasted death for everyone in all the world. And He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Enjoy the message. Coming up on Compassion Podcast. You are that beautiful pair. He came to seek man who is precious. And when he found man, he gave his all. He laid aside his crown of glory. He sold his precious life to buy you. We are highly cherished by God. We hold a special place in God's heart. You were not redeemed with corruptible things like silver or gold. But the Bible says we were redeemed, you and I. We were redeemed with the precious blood of Christ. Oh, hallelujah. As of a lamb without blemish and without spot. It tells you how valuable we are to him. You don't have to be afraid in this life. You don't have to. No need to be afraid or worried about anything. You don't have to. God got you covered. I want us to I want us to open our Bibles to James chapter 1. The book of James. Let's look at chapter 1 verse 18, 18. And let's first take it from the NKJV, New King James Version. And I read of his own will he brought us forth by the word of truth that we might be a kind of fresh fruits of his creatures. Of his own will, of God's own will, he brought us forth by the word of truth that we might be a kind of fresh fruits of his creatures. How we see ourselves has effects on our lives. It will have effects on our relationships with people. It will have effects on our relationships with our colleagues. It will have effects on our relationships with our spouses. It will have effects on our relationships with our children. How we see ourselves has effect on our lives. How do you see yourself? Do you have a bad image of yourself? Do you feel insecure about your abilities, your appearance, your your job, your personality, your life? And do you feel worthless? Things like, I'm not attractive. I can't do all the things that person can do. I'm not good enough. Nothing good ever happens in my life. I'm a failure. If your mind is filled with thoughts of worthlessness, shame, embarrassment, and low self-esteem, it's not a good thing. It will have effect on your life immensely. God wants you to know how valuable you are to him. A poor sense 
of self-esteem is one of the common problems. The reason we have low self-esteem mostly is through the words that have been spoken to us by people. Maybe our parents at home, our teachers in school. Because words have impact on us. And also, the words we keep saying to ourselves have impact on our lives. What we say about ourselves. It's good to get rid of this poor self-image, this unworthiness. But you might ask, how can we get rid of this poor self-image that has been there for a long time? How do we get rid of this, this poor self-image? Keep this in your heart. How to get rid of this? Number one, it is by knowing that you are God's prized possession. Number two, it's by believing that you are somebody special to God. You see, God made you in his image and in his likeness. If God had to choose the finest thing he ever created, he would say you. Yes, you. You are somebody special to God. When God created the sun, the moon, the stars, the lands, the seas, the plants, the animals, he said they were good. But when God made man, and man came on the scene, God said, it was very good. In the movie, The Shack, Jesus and the gentleman were talking in the night. And Jesus showed the gentleman the sky with the stars. It was so beautiful. But Jesus told him, as beautiful as all these are, they're not as beautiful as the way we see you. Man was made in the image of God, in the likeness of God. When man disobeyed God by eating from the tree God told them not to eat from, their value changed. They became inferior. They saw themselves unworthy. Their value changed. God knew something terrible had happened to man. So, God gave his son, Jesus Christ, to the whole world because man has lost their glory. Man has lost their honor. They have lost their value. A man can never know his true value outside of Christ. When you gave your life to Christ, your value changed. When you confessed the Lordship of Jesus Christ over your life, the estimation of your life changed. Thoughts and feelings like, I'm not good enough, I'm not attractive enough, I am worthless, these are all lies from the devil aimed at getting you down on yourself so that you will never experience God's best for your life. You always feel that you are just not good enough. So why would God want to bless me? Please, God does not have one child who is not good enough to receive his love. 
There are a lot of people who never enjoy their God-given lives because of such low self-esteem. Jesus said that we are to love one another even as we love ourselves. So if you don't like you, how are you ever going to like somebody else? The reason why this should be considered is because those with low self-esteem, they have a negative perception of themselves. They focus on their perceived flaws. That leads to a distorted self-image. They are also overly sensitive when somebody criticizes them. And they say it to be as a confirmation of their worthlessness. Low self-esteem leads to fear of rejection and a reluctance to engage in social interactions. This fear may hinder the formation of new relationships or maintain existing ones. Those with low self-esteem constantly compare themselves to others, leading to feelings of inadequacy. And that is a problem. Instead of we comparing ourselves to what God has made us in Christ Jesus, we compare ourselves to people. And social media is there to help us. Is there to help us compare ourselves with other people. We are not against social media. Of course, we use social media. But then, you can't go to social media to tell you who you really are in Christ. For we to know who we really are, it is only found in the Word of God. So, when we compare ourselves with other people, and we feel like we don't measure up, this can make us feel unwanted and sometimes suicidal. Individuals with low self-esteem often engage in negative thought patterns most of the times. Self-criticism, feelings of worthlessness, persistent negative thoughts can contribute to a sense of hopelessness, which is a significant risk factor for suicide. Satan will be there to accommodate you with all kinds of thoughts. Thoughts like, nobody likes you. Why are you even living in this world? Let's just end it and that will be all. We shouldn't forget this. The Lord said, Satan, he has come to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Low self-esteem, poor self-image, is as a result of inaccurate knowledge. If we believe wrong things about ourselves, our lives will be wrong. We will live wrong if we believe wrong things about ourselves. If only God's children will be aware how the Father sees and values them. We will go back to James chapter 1. Please, let's go to Luke chapter 12. Let's look at verse 6 into verse 7. Let us read from the New King James Version. And I read. This is the Lord talking. He said, Are not five sparrows sold for two copper coins? Are not five sparrows sold for two copper coins? 
In another gospel, Jesus said, Are not two sparrows sold for one copper coin? That means sparrows are cheap. That when you have one copper coin, you have two sparrows. Over here, the Lord said, Are not five sparrows sold for two copper coins? So instead of getting four sparrows for two copper coins, you get five sparrows. That means sparrows are so cheap that if you have two copper coins, instead of getting four sparrows, you get five sparrows. We are still reading. And not one of them, this is the Lord talking, and not one of them, as cheap as these sparrows are, not one of them is forgotten before God. Not one of them. Verse 7. But the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Tell me, who has time to count his hair? Who has time? Why? Because we see it to be insignificant, which is not really important. Looking at things in life, counting your hair is not really important. But then, God has time to the extent that all our hairs are numbered. He has numbered our hairs. And then the Lord goes on to say, Do not fear, therefore. Let's take verse 7 again. But the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Do not fear, therefore. And then this is the part I just want us to say. You are of more value than many sparrows. This is the Lord Jesus trying to let us know our value to God, our value to the Father himself. Now, this is Luke chapter 12. We read verse 6 and verse 7. We're going to read from 22 to... Let's keep reading. Just from verse 22, okay? Let's keep reading. Verse 22. Then he said to his disciples, Therefore, I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, nor about your body, what you will put on. The Lord is saying, don't worry about them. Don't worry about all these things. Don't worry about your life, your life, what you will eat, about your body, what you will put on. Don't worry about them. The Lord is saying, your heavenly Father will take care of you big time. You see, worry is a habit of the one who doesn't have a father. Worry refers to the state of being anxious, being concerned, being troubled about potential problems, troubled about difficulties. Worry involves experiencing fear about many things, things that may happen things that may not happen in the future. Worry often involves negative thoughts and can have both physical and emotional effects on the person. Worry is a common human experience, but it is not God's experience. But excessive worry can be detrimental to mental and physical well-being. It is said that individuals Experiencing worry often feel that they have some control. Worry. It's a flesh thing, you know, but it's not God. Let's go to the next verse, verse 23. Life, this is what the Lord is saying. Life is more than food. Underline that. Life, life. Life is more than food. And the body 
is more than clothing. 24. The law says, Consider the ravens, for they neither sow nor reap. Look at the ravens. They don't work. They don't harvest. They don't sow. They don't reap. And he says, Which have neither storehouse nor barn, but God feeds them. And this is the part I just want you to see. Of how much more value are you than the birds? The Lord is saying, do you know how valuable you are to the Father more than the birds? These birds who don't sow, they don't reap, they don't gather into barns, and yet God feeds them. See, child of God, because you are valuable to God, you have become His responsibility. Whether it has to do with your family, it has to do with your job, it has to do with your academics, it has to do with your finances, it has to do with your future. Whatever the problem is, it is his responsibility. He is responsible for you. Oh, how I wish that all of God's people would get this so that we don't live in this life as orphans. He is your Lord. If you shall confess him as Lord, the Bible says you shall be saved. He is your Lord. The Lord is your shepherd. You shall not want. All your needs are met. The reason is the Lord is your shepherd. You don't have to be afraid in this life. You don't have to. You don't have to. You don't have to. No need to be afraid or worried about anything. You don't have to. God got you covered. He's got you covered. He says this to us in Philippians chapter 4. You can write it down. I'm just quoting it. In Philippians chapter 4, I guess verse 6, he said, Be anxious for nothing. Be worried for nothing. Be concerned for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Let's go back to James chapter 1, please. James chapter 1. Let's look at verse 18. This time around, I want us to read from New Living Translation, NLT, James chapter 1. Are you there? Okay, let's read it. He chose to give birth to us. Who chose? God did. He chose to give birth to us. By giving us his true word. Isn't this wonderful? God chose. He willingly. He decided to give birth to us. Literally, we are God's children. Literally. The Bible says, As many as received him, he gave them the power to become the children of God. And the Bible says, Who were born, not of blood, nor by the will of man, Nobody will of the flesh who were born of God. Here he says God chose, He willingly decided to give to give birth to us. How? By giving us His true word. By giving us His true word. We are born again. Not of corruptible seed, but of seed incorruptible, by the word of God, which lives and abides forever. We are born again by the word of God, which lives. And abides forever. And then he goes on to say, verse 18, the next line, he says, And we 
Can you see this in your Bible? And we, you and I, and we, out of all creation, became his prized possession. One more time. And we, out of all creation, became God's prized possession. And that is all we just want to say in this short message, that we are God's prized possession. We are special to God. What is prized possession? What is prized possession? A prized possession is an object or an item or a thing that is highly valued and cherished by an individual. It is something that is considered very important, often because of its personal significance. Anything that holds great meaning to the individual is called prized possession. Anything that holds great meaning to an individual. These possessions are typically treasured and often hold a special place in a person's heart. So when we read here and God says, and we out of all creation became his prized possession, it means that you are highly, we are highly valued by God. You are highly valued by God. We are highly cherished by God. We hold a special place in God's heart. Matthew chapter 13. Please, let's go there. Matthew chapter 13, 1, 3. Matthew 13. We're going to look at verse 45 to verse 46. There's a parable that the Lord gave over there. Let's look at this parable. Matthew chapter 13, verse 45 to verse 46. NKJV. And the parable is the parable of the pearl of great price. Verse 45. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant seeking beautiful pearls. 46. Who? This merchant. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like who? Like a merchant seeking beautiful pearls. Verse 46. Who? This merchant. When he had found one pearl of great price, went and sold all that he had and bought this pearl of great price. A merchant seeking beautiful pearls. This is the Lord giving us a parable to explain how the kingdom of God is. We have been delivered from the power of darkness and we have been brought into the kingdom of his dear son. But how is this kingdom like? He said it's like a merchant seeking beautiful pearls. The work of this merchant is to seek beautiful pearls. That is his job. And when he found just one pearl, which is very expensive, a pearl of great price, he went and sold all that he had and bought it. This is our Lord Jesus Christ. He is the merchant. Man is this great pearl. You are that beautiful pearl. He came to seek man who is precious and when he found man he gave his all he laid aside his crown of glory he sold his precious life to buy you you were redeemed with the precious blood of christ a lamb without blemish for you were bought at a great price this is redemption the bible says you were not redeemed with corruptible things like silver or gold 
from your aimless conduct received by tradition from your fathers. You were not redeemed with corruptible things. But the Bible says we were redeemed, you and I. You were redeemed with the precious blood of Christ. Oh, hallelujah. As of a lamb without blemish and without spot. It tells you how valuable we are to him. listening to this short message and you want to receive all that Jesus did for you on the cross and you want to make him the Lord of your life please pray this prayer after me say dear God I thank you for sending your son Jesus Christ to come die for me I believe in my heart that you God you raised him from the dead I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is the Lord of my life from today. I receive your eternal life now and I ask for your Holy Spirit to come and dwell and live in me now. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, Amen. Congratulations if you prayed that simple prayer. You are now a child of God, a son or daughter of God. You're welcome to this great family. God bless you. Thank you for downloading this podcast. If you were helped in any way by this episode, please give us your review and subscribe to receive latest messages like these. If you want to contact us on a personal level, please send us an email to the email address in the description below. We would love to hear from you. Keep on hearing and keep on growing. And remember that God is your Father. Stay tuned for the next episode.